Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Sakaira like looks to you with this look of like delight like I haven't seen a real a real challenge in in ages and she now sees four great heroes um uh on this ship and it's a, it's fantastic to have like a worthy challenge um and but as she does so she draws a bow and lets loose uh on, onto your ship uh so now we enter the the threat uh, and there's two parts of the threat. There's the clash and, and the defend. I'm going to tell you the two threats that she presents, and then you can decide whether or not you want to clash with her uh, to control the outcome of the the battle or to defend against these threats. Uh, the first one is that as she shoots an arrow, it's almost like her pirates move with arrow-like speed as they as they as they swing and jump and leap onto your ship as your ship's you know, smash into one another or as they come side by side, they, uh, they climb on board and they murder your sailors. Uh, just cut them down. You, you, you're, 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 you'll be cut down to, uh, nothing more than a handful of the, uh, that, that live after the assault from the, from Thessakira's pirates. Um, the, uh, the, the, the second, um, threat that she poses is, uh, Thessakira places her hand on the pillar. And says it seems to you know you can you can't hear what she's saying but you can see her lips move as she invokes the the magic of the pillar and you see the skies open up and uh, a bolt of Zeus's lightning is going to come crashing down to uh, smash your ship and sink the ship that you're on so yeah no big deal just your crew is dead and your ship is gone I don't want any of those things to happen <laughs> <laughs> naturally. Um, actually, I'm going to amend that a little bit. What do you think your relationship with Melatia is right now? Which one of us? Mykonos. I feel like there's a mutual respect for the situation from letting her come along. I feel like she at least slightly got the point of what I'm trying to do if she's not super happy about it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I just, but I, I do. I think she's, she's on board with the situation though. Right now we, you know, we're on super on the same team. I think your ship, uh, as, as much as I love sinking ships, I mean, who doesn't, who doesn't love using thunderbolts, uh, lightning bolts when you can, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to amend that actually. And I think instead what we see is um, after firing several shots onto your, to your deck, when Melatia runs forward, you see Thessakira's eyes squint and she like locks with the target and sends an arrow right for Mel- Melatia's heart. 
uh, and uh, one of her perfectly placed arrows never misses. So that that's where we're gonna put we're gonna put at stake your crew and uh, Melatia. Side of either of those are things you want to to defend. Eagle-eyed Arcadius uh, has decided to defend by using his bow to deflect arrows that Thesakira might volley over to us. Oh, I love it! Arrows knocking each other out of the air. Yes, perfect. All right, so uh, wonderful. So Arcadius is going to defend, and if we were playing, I don't know if you have the battle map printed out, but uh, if if you have it there and you want to do this, if we're playing in person, usually what I do is I have somebody. If ever we, we all have different colored dice, somebody put uh, one of their d4s in the in the little quadrant that they're going to do. So we all sort of know. But I think with four players, we can keep it clear. But we know right now that Arcadius is defending. Uh, what say the rest of you, heroes? I think that having the initial connection with her and feeling very strongly what she said about, you know, it costs us nothing to make this judgment, uh, that swift-footed Dreos will clash against the loss of Melatia. Hmm. You're just assuming that that, def- that defense is going to fail. You're just like, well, I will be driven on by Melatia's loss. Oh, is that something we defend against, not we clash against? Yes, yes, yeah. The cl- oh, I see. No problem. At all. No problem. Uh, the clash is clashing with Thessakira to determine, basically, the clash tells you what the final fight is going to be over. So, is it is the it, it determines the domain of the final conflict? Like, is this going to be a discussion, a sword fight, a, 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 a sailing race? Uh, and it also tells you what's at stake. Like, is it one of us dies? Is it uh, that we capture the pillar? Uh, that sort of thing. So if you if you lose the clash, Thessakira gets to decide your final conflict, what it's over and what kind of conflict it is. Uh, if you win the clash, you get to set the, the stakes for it. Okay, so yeah, then I will clash with the Pirate Queen. Strong Limbed Hathor? How does the clash resolve? Like, what, what do we roll and what does it accomplish? Uh, so you're going to roll, uh, in this case, I think we're, I think we're doing blood and valor. Uh, I, I feel like that's the nature of this clash. Um, and, uh, uh, it's, uh, what grounds you're going to face the Sakairon. So this is you fighting with her pirates, catching up to her and sort of pinning her down to, uh, the final battle, the final blow. Uh, if you win it, you get to tell me what domain the finale is. And you also get to say what's at stake on the finale roll. If you lose it, I get to choose those things. So yeah, it'll be Thessakira rolling Blood and Valor uh, in the Clash. Okay. Strong-limbed Hathor of the Ocean Wave will clash against Thessakira. Pure-hearted Mykonos will defend. I want to come to the aid of the sailors. Sounds good. And uh, you can decide after the rolls who you defend as well. Like if you're like, oh, only one of us succeeded, you could pick like, well, which one do I care about more? <laughs> okay, okay. So, just, all right. So I'm going to roll uh, Melatia's Blood and Valor. Uh, Mel- uh, not Melatia, sorry. I'm going to roll Thessakira's Blood and Valor. And Thessakira has a battle-hardened crew. And with that crew, she is epic. Uh, and that means that just to face her, you're going to endure arrows and sword slashes and everything else. And just to be in this conflict, everyone suffers one pathos. If you fail at this conflict, you'll suffer one more. Potentially two pathos you're going to suffer in this uh, because of her uh, deadly assault. Uh, so let's roll. She is not using the Pillar of Storms in this conflict. So she actually doesn't have quite as high deck pull in this. So... We'll see what that means, because I'll still probably just roll an 8 anyway. But I'm rolling Thessakira's name and her blood and valor. 
And yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, of course. Naturally. All right. So I roll as I always do. Uh, so we have a 13. Excellent. And uh, yeah, so that is the that is the uh, target for both the clash and the defend. Uh, so let's get our let's get our defenders first. Let's see who who uh, who is safe and who falls to Thessakiro's arrows. Gotcha. Um, so eagle-eyed Arcadius will will pray to Hecate mm. for her insight, especially as to where those arrows will probably end up being. So I invoke Hecate's insight. Yeah, I think there's this moment where you see like. The tree that, that was fell and was later cut to form the arrows. And like, you know, in like the burl of the arrow shaft where its home lies, right? Like you like, you know, this like this in this sense that is like not physical, but like in the, the, the roots of the arrow, uh, like, you know, it's whole history up into this moment. And like it, all that, like a hundred years of the tree growing and being fell and turned into an arrow, all like snap into your brain and like a split second as you, you know, it's path. Excellent. And then uh, I'm going to uh, get my friend Mykonos to help me. Yeah. Mykonos is all about helping you in this defense. Right. And then, uh, okay, so I can get a friend to help me. You can spend divine favor, which you're doing. And you can also mark pathos to bring in another domain die. I think that's what I'm going to do then. Yeah. I mean, this is, this isn't the final role. That's the finale, but it's pretty close. Right. Uh, and Mykonos? Uh, I am going to invoke my divine favor with Ares. Oh, yeah. You use that to help deflect whatever's coming. Um, and I think I'm also playing off of Arcadius and his shooting for cover. Nice. Um, so I will use that bond. I mean, Mykonos, like, as just to be in this conflict, you both are going to suffer pathos even to enter into it. Uh, but if you're invoking Ares, does that does that look like you just like running in and like you get an arrow and don't even care about it? You're you're not even like phased by this wound. Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think he kind of hulks out a little bit. It's it's just um, <laughs> it's time for this. The robes come off. Yeah, exactly. We realize that those robes are like a boxer's robes. And, uh, <laughs> they come off and they're just check marks for all his kills scarred into his skin. Yeah, you know what just it is. Real morbid. It's uh, it's like Dragon Ball Z robes where they're like thousands of pounds, but then like <laughs> they come off and everything is super light and you're like just amazing. Yeah, I like it. Nice. I love it. All right. Let's let's go ahead and have you roll. Oh, no. I see. I see dancing and I see sorrow. <laughs> All right. So, Mykonos, uh, tell me how you suffer. Uh, I just don't think it's enough. I think I'm out of practice. Uh, yeah, that it was a 13 I had to hit, right? Yep. Yep, and I got a 12. Uh, it keeps being one away. I think that Sakaira sticks an arrow through your hand and pins you to the post, pins you to the mast um, as you're running. I mean, if that's okay with yeah. you. Um, yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you can't protect anybody. You have to, you rip the arrow out. What, you know, like you're not, you're not immobilized, but it's a horrible wound. It's bloody and it's awful. And, you know, as you're struggling with it, you're watching everyone else suffer. Uh, it's, it's painful. You suffer another pathos because of, uh, this contest. Um, how, how are you doing on the, on the pathos front? Three. Three. Okay. So you're not in agony yet. Uh, if, if your characters are reach agony, they suffer a wound that would fell a lesser hero. 
and uh, and we describe how they're taken out of the scene, mm. and then uh, the next time we describe how they reappear and what 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 they've gone through, how they've changed nice. in that process. Uh, it also marks their fate. They also get a little closer to fate. Um, you're not at a place where you need to do it right now, but you could also have said. Uh, I want someone else to defend me and someone else could have blocked that arrow and you could spend a bond to have one of your companions uh, prevent that pathos. They don't take it themselves. They just stop it from happening. So, gotcha. at three, you're probably okay. But if you were getting close to agony, I would say, yeah, maybe have a, have one of your, your companions since I know you have a lot of bonds. Nice. Absorb it. Okay. Uh, I did see a happy dance over from Arcadius though. What, what was your what was your total? I got a 17. Nice. So here's the big one. Are you going to defend your crew or Melatia? Will you fend off the pirates or the pirate queen? I think that to make it more of an epic thing that I'm going to fight off against the pirate queen and her arrow barrage. Okay, yeah. And save Melatia. I think we have one of those. You were talking about Dragon Ball Z. And I feel like we have these like super focused zoom ins where we see Thessakaira and she's just smiling and she's just sending arrow after arrow onto your onto your ship and you know and she just has like these laughing eyes and we cut to uh we cut to Melatia and her eyes go wide as she sees the arrow like coming like zooming in flying towards her and then the piercing gray white eyes of eagle eyed arcadius does your arrow does it cleave the other one out of the air yeah it actually hits tip to tip oh my gosh just as it's like a nose away from melatia and knocks it away and so all the arrows she's shooting at melatia at anybody can i say that at anybody that she's shooting arrows at or just melatia yes i think you you're, you're effectively like yeah you're neutralizing thesakira in this moment but what you're not doing is stopping all of our crew from murdering your sailors right yeah yeah but yes yeah you're, you're deflecting thesakira's arrows uh with in impossible actors excellent very cool uh and and at the same time we watch uh dreos and haythor you know leap forward to clash with thesakira on her own ship uh presumably i don't know you tell me uh your your total is also uh 13 um you also will suffer pathos just to enter this conflict as well as if you suffer in it, uh, tell me what uh, what you what you're all throwing into it. How do I use this D10? Uh, you say I want to use the advantage I gain from my engagement, and you add it to your pool, or you give it to someone else. Okay, and does it is just its own separate entity? It doesn't replace a die or anything. Nope, just gets added to your pool. Excellent. I think I'm going to use that. I'll also throw out that your bond with Hermes, if you ask for his help, Hermes' name die is uh, D12. Well, I mean, I think he would want to help with this because he's all about us getting some of this loot. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, this isn't the finale. This is just the clash. That's, uh, Ooh, that's true. Yeah, maybe one for one and one for the other. Oh, boy. How many do you have with Hermes? Just one. Uh, you can also give that advantage to anyone else if you want to... Uh, help someone else you can i don't think i said this i'm even happy if you want to give it to uh, mykonos right now to see if uh that 10 would get mykonos over the top to, to help on the defense because you can give it to anyone for a bond or you can spend it yourself i don't i don't know that it would push mykonos over i don't know what your other totals were but do you have to match the number yeah you just have to match it you just have to get one oh then it would guarantee because i was at a 12 no it doesn't add to it though it just goes into your pool so oh i see i'm i'm wild uh, so it have to be at least a four plus Oh, yeah. Those are some good odds. Mm, mm, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so I will give 
Mykonos the advantage die then. I don't think it makes sense for Hermes to be defending. I think Hermes wants us to get on that ship and get the loot. Yeah, yeah. All right. And, and you know, this is that you have sort of staged the battle in a way that is uh, advantageous towards yourself. So, the, the position of your ships as you as you get closer, the, the way you've prepared the sailors. I think earlier you talked about like coordinating all of the islanders to like strike at the same time like your sailors may also be prepared to defend themselves in the same way from your from your your wisdom so yeah mykonos let's let's uh add that in and see if it makes a difference in your die pool here we go one <laughs> it's a nine oh, yeah. Yeah. okay so what does that put your total at then uh that's 18 18 so i think you were best sorry to, we have a new victor <laughs> sorry sorry to uh to rob you of the title arcadius yeah, for retconning this about, uh, Mykonos, I assume, if this is okay with you, just so we don't change too many things, that you are protecting the crew from the bandits, from the pirates, rather? Yes. I I think I still get that arrow through the hand and just go, <laughs> yeah. nope, that's not happening, and flick out that hammer, and everyone that starts swinging over on these ropes, I am just knocking wholesale out of the air, just into the drink, back onto their boat, just one at a time, back and forth, bleeding from the hand. Yeah, do you just snap the arrow shaft off with a hammer? And so you're uh Oh yeah. <laughs> love it. Okay. So things twist, things change a little bit. Instead of getting one glory on that, you're getting a uh, thirteen. Uh uh Arcadius, I apologize. I can only give you seven. But uh you have protected both Melatia and the uh and your crew. Um, so yes, so now let's get that clash roll. Feel free to bring in any resources you want. Your target is also 13. I've got to do something special or I cannot meet this target number. Yeah. So I'm trying to decide if I spend pathos to change my domain die. Mm -hmm. The boxes we have checked next to our honored God. Can we spend those? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, I don't think I can justify spending one with Aphrodite for beauty. (laughs) Unless I'm just distractingly hauntingly beautiful i mean i'm gonna posit something there that if your goal is to get through the barrage of arrows and get up to face thesakaira that if you are particularly gorgeous as i believe we've described your eyes as being particularly alluring and something that stands out even in a crowd even in a wild melee uh and especially if you spend pathos to bring in i don't know say arts and oration if you want to like stun her uh, to the point where she like is curious and wants to face you close in, in close combat uh, I'm all for it. There's lots of beautiful people in, in these stories. So, yeah. So, you're welcome to bring in Aphrodite for that if, if you uh, if that fits in your description. And, well, spending pathos changes your domain die, right? It doesn't add one? It adds. It adds. You get... You, 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 so, you're always going to be rolling Blood oh. Valor here, but you also will be able to put in, for instance, your Craft and Reason. If you want to, like... I know how to swing from ship to ship where, you know, and I can, I can get cover from the sails and she'll never spot me rather than just like straightforward charging into the, the fray. Um, I think, can I make this argument? Can I use my craft and reason and the divine favor from Aphrodite? Like that I am manipulating here, that I am using my reason, like, oh, I know how to throw this person off. Like I have outthought this person. I'm going to catch her off guard. Yeah, I'm going to catch her. Like, she's going to expect a fight and I'm going to give her something else. Yeah. So, spend the pathos to bring your craft and reason die and mark the divine favor with Aphrodite. And and you still get to roll blood and valor because that's the nature of the contest. But uh, And I'm also going to call in a bond with Dreos. Just like from having watched Dreos be the fighter engaged in the melee that like I am, I am using this kind of emboldened 
approach. I think there's a little bit of like, cover me. Like, if this doesn't work, make sure nobody stabs me. (laughs) (laughs) Please. I think actually with that, I'm going to call in mine from Arcadius since he is firing shots anyway to see if he can help clear a path. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Love it. I got a 14. 15. <laughs> nice. This is a lot of dice. Like, we are always in, in competition. All right. Uh, so you both you both uh, prevail. You still take the one pathos just for being in the conflict, but you do not take any anymore. Um, uh, Haythor, tell me how you prevail. I am just distracting. I am, I am just moving with a purpose that doesn't make sense here. Um, and I think I catch her eye and she's just caught off guard by what I'm doing and I am able to approach. Yeah. I think her arrows abate for a moment and uh, the fact that they're not firing, she's not firing so quickly gives uh, Arcadius the moment to sort of to change his tactic so you can help Dreos. Uh, but yeah, I think that there's a moment where you lock eyes with Essekaira and she, you know, she's enticed and excited about someone who would just walk onto her ship. I think there's also just like, oh, absolutely. Somehow, like in the way I'm moving and in the way she's moving, like an understanding that we are both of the ocean wave. And she's still deciding whether or not she wants to just kick you right into that ocean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sweating, like, please, 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 please work. I love it. It's great. Okay, Betraos, tell us how you are best. Uh, I think that having used the bond with Hermes that Dreos starts to move just otherworldly fast. Mm. And as uh, Mykonos is knocking these bodies out of the air, there is this like matrix moment of him using these falling bodies as stepping stones. He's moving so fast. And like that he lands and is ducking around arrows. And as the pirate queen is being distracted and just kind of drawn in by Hathor that just from the side... In Hathor's vision, they see the Pirate Queen. Suddenly, they just see Dreos as Dreos shoulder checks the Pirate Queen into the mast. <laughs> nice. I love it. Uh, okay. So, uh, Hathor, you get seven glory. Dreos, you get 13. Uh, neither of you suffer additional pathos. Uh, yes, you, you catch the Sakaira off guard. She is distracted by Hathor. And you, yeah, you you knock her aside. The the the, the magic, the moment of magic breaks as uh, she's she's slammed into the mast. What will the final confrontation be? What will finale be? Will it be uh, a blood? Will it be a sword fight of blood and valor? Will it be a discussion of what is right of arts and oration? Will it be uh, um, showing who's got the greater will to face the gods of resolve and spirit? What are you? Uh, what are you? What are you feeling, Dreos? Who boy? I think that. Seeing the connection between Hathor and the Pirate Queen, that it's going to be arts and oration of trying to convince her that there is better adventure to be had by joining us instead of fighting us, trying to get this Pirate Queen to join our crew. I like it. So the stakes are she joins your crew. Think if she doesn't, it's that she GTFOs. And feel like the pillar goes with her one way or the other. You know, if, if she joins your crew, you get it. Yeah. If she doesn't, uh, she's she's taken off with it. 
Does that sound right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, awesome. Uh, Arts narration is not, I mean, she's not terrible at it, but this is, you know, she's not perilous at it. You're, she's not stabbing you with, with her, with her mouth knives, <laughs> uh, which, which some people are. Some people are so good at, you know, some people say such horrible things that, uh, it's, they're perilous, they're perilous conflicts, but yeah, I like it. Um, so yeah, you have this moment where, you know, you're in physical proximity of each other. You can, uh, you can certainly fight, but instead you speak to her about, uh, the, the grander adventure she could have. Uh, let's see if she takes you up on this. Um, she's clearly intrigued by all of you. Uh, so everybody can be in this finale. Uh, this is not, um, you know, the defenders ha- having protected the ship, they can make their way here as well or shout from across the ship, however, however we like. Um, and let's see now. The other thing that you've done, Rev, which I uh, think is very smart, is if you had done any kind of physical contest or even resolve in spirit, I think if you had chosen anything other than Arts Generation, frankly, uh, I was going to have her use the Pillar of Storms to bolster herself. Like, she was going to have, like, if it was a fight, she would have, you know, summoned a lightning. If it was a call upon the gods, she would have used as a channel to the gods themselves. Uh, but instead, I don't think the pillar aids her so that's a big advantage that she just lost so yeah let's see how this goes all right there we go i have a mere 10 in my uh finale you sort of say like this is a this is a better a better life and she says i've never been tied to uh i've never been tied to another's whims i've always followed followed the fates and followed followed my own whims why uh why should i change that now and um you know, she looks. She looks ready to dive overboard and take her take her chance at the sea. Or, um, so who will who will compete in this uh, in this finale to win Thessakira over? I pure hearted Mykonos will absolutely take the call. Strong limbed Hathor of the Ocean Wave will accept the challenge, and I am going to invoke the divine favor of Poseidon um, to just show how sure-footed i am on the waves like how unaffected i am by being out here on the ocean like that she could count on me as good crew and i think i also want to spin my bond with the harpy to have them show up and have it be shown that Mm. we like not wrangled them but that they're like on our side a little bit like think about that you could be working with somebody who can talk down a monster like the harpy Imagine the opportunities available to you. Yeah, I think the harpies arrive. They break through the winds. They show up, all three of them, and they see their sister enshrined in stone. And there's like, you know, a, a, a horrible cry that they make as they as they see her. But they owe you this bond, Aethor. And so, the harpy of the north wind, she sort of holds her sister's back a moment to give you sort of the opportunity like they're like, let's go kill all the humans. The other two are like, let's go kill all the humans and and take our sister back. But she sort of holds them both uh, for a moment to 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 give you the opportunity and and seeing the three harpies in the sky. Awesome. So yeah, you have a bond with the harpy of the north wind. That's uh, her name as D ten. Sweet. Um, I think that swift footed Dreos will rise to the challenge. It doesn't make sense to me in this moment, having fought over here and gotten this close to her to not try to convince her. Yes, I can't imagine you not being in the contest one way or the other. Eagle-eyed Arcadius of Persimone will also rise to the challenge. Nice. And I will invoke Hera's cunning to help me out. 
uh, because I feel that the Pirate Queen and I have a kindred spirit as well in the the use of the bow and that we are both quite good. And I'm going to try and find the weak points in her stories or her uh, oration as well. Awesome. I mean, I think you can see maybe through a little bit of her bravado. There's a little bit of her like, I don't need anybody else. And you can kind of see the lines in her face. Uh of weariness and you can tell when she winces ever so slightly uh, at the notion of going on alone uh, now that her crew has been defeated and uh, you know I think that there's you can sort of read that body language uh, to, to aid you yeah I think I want to add similar I want to use my bond with Hecate for insight just that sort of insight into her character and what words might affect her the most um, and especially even with this show of force of the harpies coming in on Hathor's behalf. I wonder if I could use a, a bond for that from Hathor. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. You know, getting Hathor to sort of hold them back a moment longer for you to speak as well. 100%. I would say that as you use your sort of divine favor with, with Hecate and you're, you're infused with the insight, you realize that there's a very important distinction for Thessakira is that she is the pirate queen that has never been caught. And if she joins you, yeah. then she will not have been caught. She will have joined forces with other great heroes, right? That is uh, exactly the leverage I was going to use is uh-huh. we didn't catch you. We're just part of the crew that caught up because that was the plan. And and that lets her save face and save her reputation as never, you know, the pirate who's never been caught. Okay, all, uh, you know your target. Well, roll those bones. Oh, geez. I just made 10. Okay. You stop. You, you prevail. Excellent. 16. All right. Dang. 13. Also 13. So starting uh, with uh, Acadius, uh, tell us how you prevail upon um, Thessakira without completely winning her over, but how your words are definitely meaningful to her. Thessakira, you've put up a good fight, and so has your crew. However, as you can see, you're the only one left. If you wanted to, we would spare your life, but you would be all alone. Why don't you join us instead of fighting with us. And you can see as you as you say this, you can see her sort of uh Dreos had knocked her into the mast, which is which was the, the, the pillar of storms was lashed to. And you can see her like put her hand on the pillar of storms as though she's like contemplating between doing what you said and summoning the most torrential storm that you've ever seen uh uh with it. But like it's clearly like affected her and she's she's listening in and she looks to the rest of you. Uh, hey Thor, tell us how you, uh, how you prevail. I gesture to the harpies and I, I say, imagine working with a crew with the gusto to negotiate with monsters. Yeah, I, I love it. I think she stares up at them and the sun, you know, she sort of squints because the sun's in her eye, uh, as she's, as she's staring at these, these three winged creatures that again, like they're so ready to just fly down and kill all humans because they hate you all, but they're moment, they're held back for this, this moment of hope. Uh, Andreos? And I think just adding on, like, I don't think even think there is a beat between the end of Hathor's sentence and Dreos' sentence. Imagine fighting with, being with a crew, and even against an opponent, wielding a weapon imbued by the powers of the gods, they find themselves on the winning side. I think that stings a little, but nevertheless, you know, d- does move her. And Mykonos, tell me how you are best and win her over. I think I just stand on the edge of our ship. Right now, you're Thessakira, the queen that was caught. Instead, how about Thessakira, queen of the pirates, tamer of harpies, 
the eye of the storm. Will you join our crew? Uh, she, she, she looks and says, I like the sound of that. Takes the sort of the sharpened edge of her buckler and slits the, the ropes that lash the pillar of storms to her mast. And you can see the pillar. It's still sitting on the deck, but now it's kind of wobbling in the wind like it could tip over at any moment. And uh, then she, she, she laughs. Uh, the wind smashes into her face. She's lost control of the pillar and uh, – or she's uh, given up control of it rather. And uh, and as the winds sort of start going wild, she uh, she she clasps arms with you, uh, and you have you have caught Thessagira, the fire queen, despite saving face and not saying saying as much. Um, so everyone gets five glory except for uh, Mykonos, who gains ten. Um, and now we do the end of island, and I'll ask you guys some questions, and uh, we'll figure out what the fate of the island is. Um, the first thing I have to ask is, what are you going to do with uh, the pillar? I would want to set her free. I agree. I mean, I the you know we cut the deal essentially that we'd get their sister back to them, and they weren't assholes until she was turned to stone. They were, you know, not like monsters. Yeah, yeah. they were monsters, and they were like, oh, we do what we want, but they weren't like, oh, we're going to just slaughter people. Yeah. So once they have their sister back, they will leave Cryos alone. So I say we let set her free. Awesome. Yeah, I agree. Also agree. Cool. Um, so by some uh, wisdom of uh, Athena and insight of Hecate and the other and the other gods, um, do you do this back in Cryos? Do you take do you take the pillar back to the temple to, to turn her back in uh, in Hera's presence? Uh, that would be a bit of a spit in Hera's eye. Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. There's not really a good way to make her happy in this, but you can you can be extra spit in your eye like and perform the ritual there. Or you can do it at sea. What do you guys think? Just perform the ritual there and then where the pillar used to be, just write a note and leave it there that says, just talk to him next time. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she'll uh, I'm sure she'll be down with that. Appreciate it. You know, it might benefit us to do it there in the sense of if we're going to make enemies with her. Doing it at the temple might be under the eye of Zeus. Okay. Yeah. No, I like it. I like it. I think you're you're definitely not making uh, Hera happy, but uh, that that's okay. You can't you can't please them all, right? So let's do destiny of the island uh, based on the hero's actions and the outcome of the contest of the battle. The strife player determines the destiny of the island. Uh, I think you know Melatia survived. You bring back the pillar and only to uh, break Hera's spell and set the harpy free. Um, I think the other, the other harpies, uh, you know, again, like you said, like they don't suddenly become friendly, but they, they, they having back their sister, their centuries long feud with the island finally ends, uh, and they, and they fly off to their caves. Uh, so I think that the, the fate of the island is that it becomes one of self-sufficiency that they don't look to the gods to, to protect them anymore. Ionestes is very very alone uh and he has a very small following but he tries to i think he listens to mykonos and he tries to uh build up his following of people who genuinely worship the gods rather than those that only care for them because of the gifts that they give so it's just a much smaller <laughs> following than he used to have so cool that is the, that is the fate of of cryos um great deeds um, so each hero is going to record a great deed for their hero that will be remembered, as, uh, that will be remembered or a trophy that they seized from the adventure. Um, something that, something that you either took like Thessakyrish chip, the wind thief, or, um, or some great deed you were known from. Please feel free to suggest 
deeds for each other if anybody if anybody has them. These deeds can be used in future islands as advantages that you call upon. We say, remember when I did this thing? Hey, Thor, I think you should totally take the great deed, Tamer of Harpies. Yeah, I was going to say, capturing a harpy with a length of rope yeah. and then letting her go yeah. and living to tell the tale, yeah, I think is... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Arcadius plinking arrows out of the air, saving people from certain death. Yes. Mykonos, you've got a real easy one. You won the finale. You can be the... Um, you know, the hero who caught the pirate queen uh, in any variation that you want to make of that, who outsmarted, who who won over, who you can also take the the person who, you know, restored faith, restored true faith to Cryos too, right? Like, even though it's really, really weak, even though Hera doesn't have a, a strong hold there, like Ionestes is not going to, you know, rely on the pillar anymore. I feel like Dreos could be the man who outsailed the storm. Yes. That or I'll just keep the ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, take it as a trophy, right? Yeah. You have Thessakira's ship. Oh, I didn't say this. I'm sorry, I forgot. I think you all get a bond with Thessakira. Oh, oh cool. cool. Yeah, her name dies D8. And uh, I think she's like the hero, the member of your crew that just like shows up at times, right? Like she's not like on the ship all the time. She's off doing piratey things, but uh, she's a little bit like, uh, who's the character in Hera, uh, not in Hera, in Xena that... Um, the, the master thief. Oh, uh, Autolycus. Bruce Campbell's character, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's a kind of rise. He's sort of your Autolycus, right? She's, you each have a bond with her. You can call on whatever you want on her to aid. What, what uh, great deed did you end up pick, picking for Drows? Uh I'm going to go with outsailing the storm. Yeah, it's cool. All right. The next thing that you're going to do is grant each other legendary virtues. So at the bottom of each of your character sheet, um, you see Ackerman, uh, courage, grace, and passion. We're all going to give each other one of those and we're going to make a little tally marks for each of them. And when your hero's name, when you have your final name at the end, you're going to figure out which are your highest virtues to figure out your, your, how your name is remembered in history. So uh, let's start with Dreos. In, in this virtual table that I'm imagining, I am the person to the left of Dreos, at least as I, as I see it. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you passion. I think, I think you really spoke from the heart and you totally could have just been like, let's kill Thassakaira. But you saw that like there was a kinship there that could be formed and you followed that. I'm giving, I'm giving you one passion. Ethor, what will you give Dreos? Acumen. I think for pretty much the same reason, but just kind of from a different perspective. Like you had the foresight to challenge her on a field that you're not especially good at, but that she's not especially good at either. That was clever. Nice. I would have to go with passion as well. Very cool. Mykonos? Um, I kind of like Acumen as well. All right. So, uh, hey, Thor, starting with the hero on your left, uh, Acadius, what, what uh, virtue would you give hey, Thor? I think it takes a lot of courage to talk down to a harpy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I agree. Just the thought of having this horrible, dangerous thing, but having the courage to kind of stand up for it because of the circumstance, no matter what, no matter, you know, knowing that it could go poorly but because it was the right decision that's a that's not just courage in the face of danger but you have to have courage to do something like that right in the perception of others yeah i mean i think your heroes are more afraid of your fellow heroes being disappointed or being thinking you've done the wrong thing than you are of you know harpies and arrows and swords right like the disapproval of your of your band is devastating right and that could have happened 
Uh, I'm going to go with passion. Um, I think it would have been very easy to let the group kill the harpy and the passion of the life and the intelligence behind this monster is what saved it in that moment. Yeah. Uh, I think we're all excited about this this moment with you and the harpies. Um, hey, Thor. Uh, the courage to stand up to your fellows and do something that might be an open defiance of them because it's what you thought was right. I go in courage as well. All right. Uh, Mykonos, what virtue would you grant to Arcadius? It's tough for him because I feel like it's kind of a little bit of all of them. Um, like he was very good at filling filling a role when it was needed in that moment. Um, so I think by virtue of that, probably probably grace, sort of the, the, the grace to know what was needed to be done at the moment it was needed. That's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. Okay. How about you, Dress? Yeah, I'm going to go grace as well, but I think I'm thinking physical grace sure like the movement in the wind in the storm firing those arrows i think that there is a certain beauty of movement involved with that of being able to see where someone's eyes are looking and to shoot their arrows out of the air yeah i may be projecting a little bit here but i'm gonna say with courage i'm gonna say courage because in my mind uh arcadius must have felt real, real bad that one of his arrows accidentally hurt one of the um, the islanders, right? Like an arrow that was meant for the harpy instead hurt one of the islanders. And the fact that he was firing arrows within an inch of the nose of Melotia, uh, to me, that's courage, right? Like that he was willing to take this shot and deflect Desakira's arrow, knowing that if, if he had messed it up, it would have been him responsible for Melotia's death. Right. Like if he had just done nothing, it would have been less than if he had missed the shot. Uh, I'm going to go with Grace also. Uh, I think it was he, he had an elegant solution and he pulled it off nicely in defending the ship. All right. And finally, uh, Dreos, what what virtue would you grant uh, Mykonos? Passion. The way that he spoke really to everybody he talked to throughout the course of the events on this island from, you know, the priest to the pirate queen. Yeah. yeah, I think it's really cool how different different people have different takes on them because I, I feel similarly, but to me, that was Ackerman um, because I felt like, especially with Desakaira, like you knew the thing that she needed to hear in order to join you, right? It wasn't like, we're going to beat you up or any of those kind of things. It was, it was you will still be the pirate queen that was never caught, right? But that instead uh, earned all these other titles. Uh, I thought that was a very clever solution. I'm going to go with courage, having the gall to step to... Uh, a priest in the temple of his god where you could be smote for it was a pretty baller move. Nice. I will also go with acumen. Awesome. I think that is everybody's legendary virtues. And so the final thing we'll end on is the vault of heaven. Uh, and that is, uh, I throw it up on the roll 20 screen. Uh, and that is how the gods receive your actions. Uh, what, what they think of, uh, what they think of what you've done. Um, and, uh, so basically, if you appease them, if you sort of do at their basic level, uh, one of their stars will light up. If you, um, if you do it in a way that is particularly in their idiom or a way that's very satisfying to them, you get two. And if instead you, uh, you displease them, you earn their wrath, then you get some, uh, marks of divine wrath, which can be used, uh, which the gods can just use to throw into other dice pools later on, like whenever they feel like it, the gods can just be like, yeah, I'm going to interfere with this because I'm mad at you. Uh, notably, you can have both 
their constellations lit up and their wrath. You can both earn their favor and the, and their their uh, ire at the same time. My inclination, you guys tell me if you feel like this is the right read of it, is I think with Hermes, you get one of his stars uh, lit up. You you took the pillar, which he wanted. You didn't take it for yourself, though. You know, he was he was hoping that you would. Uh, that you would um, make off with with some bounty, but you still caught, you still stole from the thief. You out thieved a thief, so I think it's 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 it very much in his liking what you did uh, with Zeus. I'm giving you two of the stars um, because not only did you set his creature free, but you totally peeved Hera in the process. Uh, so you you know your 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 aces in Zeus's eyes. So two of his stars light. And with Hera, I'm giving you wrath. Unsurprisingly, um, you 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 set the creature free, and you set them free in her temple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna mark one of Hera's wrath. In fact, I think I'm gonna mark two of Hera's wrath, which means she has a D10 wrath die that she can just sort of throw at you uh, when she feels like it. Uh, and you know, in doing that, we see the sh- your ship sail out. Unless you have any final moments you want on the island. Um, we see you sail out, and in in the mist, a few of the stars appear. You have a little better sense of how to go home. So that was the game. Um, next game, what we would do if we were playing another one is we would do a voyage phase where you make sacrifices to the gods to go in divine favor. You tend to one another to recover your pathos, and you have another contest to be who's the leader of the next island. Um, and it's some like trouble that you have at sea while you're traveling, and whoever resolves that trouble is the uh, is the next leader. So, um, and then we'd roll under another island and keep doing it. And if you, uh, once you, uh, enough of the constellations light up in the sky, then you can return home and you get, you get to return home and you get your final, uh, name, you know, that, which is everything you've done, your, your deeds and all that stuff. So I write it down those great deeds and your virtues is so important because it all culminates at the end. This game rules. Yeah. <laughs> this is like... <laughs> Thank I, you. This is one. This is like exactly the blend between role playing and like phase tactics that I want. And two, I love dice pool games. I love getting just like the I'm going to do this and this and this to get a big handful of dice. This is awesome. Ah, oh, so glad to hear. We really wanted to capture that the like the energy and the competition uh, of of the characters. And for us, that that, that pooling that die, like I'm doing this and I'm doing that. Every single die has a meaning. Very important. I uh, I love the the story. I love the idea that we are larger than life characters who are trying to kind of outdo each other a little bit. What was the uh, what was the highest glory? I think it was Dreos, but who had who had the highest glory? Oh, total. Yeah, I have uh, fifty five. Fifty five. I had yeah. thirty seven. I got twenty four. Twenty six. Twenty six. Wow. I'm kind of surprised because Mykonos, you supported people a whole ton during the... I was kind of afraid you'd be like, seven. <laughs> uh, no, that's cool. I'm, gl- I'm, I'm glad to hear. Uh, and as you continue playing, bonds become more and more important as people's name dice and pathos dice get bigger. So, the more you're supporting each other, the more resources you have to pull on later on. And, and also the ability to be picky, like, oh, you're really good at that. Cool. So, I'm going to call on that bond awesome. with you. Well, thank you again for joining us here and walking us through your game. Yeah, thank you so much. 
yeah, thank you guys so much. This was a blast to play. I'm very excited about uh, all all the folks listening and get a chance to hear it. Um, if this game seemed like it was uh, fairly easy to just like we run with whatever we're doing, we make contests based on whatever the actions at play, um, but that there's a lot of stuff already provided as well, that is our intent. Um, my, our goal is to make the role of the strife player a very easy one. You just sort of you have a bunch of stuff going on in the islands. You tell the heroes about it until uh, they decide to take an action. And then the contests are very simple and uh, the heroes win often, but when they lose, it's real bad. So, uh, so there's some, there's some pretty bad things that can happen. And those are all very fitting to our notion of what a, a Greek story is like. So I had a blast playing with you guys. You made amazing heroes. Like I said, I wanted to run you through like three different islands because <laughs> of like, oh, tie to this, tie to that. But uh, this crowd is a ton of, ton of fun. So thank you guys a ton. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us, Sean, and taking us through Agon. Those of you listening at home, if you like what you heard, you can find Agon at evilhat.com. You can also support them through Kickstarter until October 25th through a special link in our show notes. And you can hear more of us at thecritshowpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Far back in the mists of antiquity, a poet sings of great deeds wrought by mighty heroes, of monsters slain and justice restored, of wise counsel and devious strategies, of courage, valor, and daring, defiant of the gods themselves. In Agon, you create and play these heroes, crafting their epic tale into an immortal legend. Lost at sea, you will venture to islands populated by mythical creatures, dire beasts, treacherous landscapes, legendary kingdoms, and desperate people, all somehow cursed or abandoned by the cruel power of the capricious gods. You can find Agon on Kickstarter through the web address in our show notes until October 25th, or learn more at evilhat.com. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Hey, Dad, I've got a question for you, and it makes me really frustrated. Mikey, the stars are wrong. We jumped two and a half times farther than we were supposed He's to. He's not a robot, right? He's an AI. They used you, yes, but they used me worse. I want to go home. How many minutes are in a while? Ask Your Father is available anywhere you get podcasts. Find out more at gideonmedia.com.